What's up, everybody? Welcome to today's episode of the Comeback Couples Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Jennison, with Kendra Jennison. Yeah, sure. I just did another. We had to do another take. Take is that an intake or an outtake? Retake. 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 Our take. Today's episode. I'm just gonna read straight off. We've been. I've been doing this here, right? Like all about coaching. We've been using this vibe board. Um, looking for statistics and things like that. But our topic today is traditional relationships. Marriages. Marriages, right? Yep. So, but traditional relationships is what I Googled here. And this is what it says for those people that only hopefully believe there's only two genders. Traditional relationships are defined as a relationship in which partners fulfill roles based upon their gender and stereotypical role expectations. Why did I want to do that? So what's the other one here? They're, they're calling it a modern, a modern relationship. So traditional relationship versus a modern relationship, which is better. I wanted to get your take on why you chose. So you got, you got, got a lot of ladies, maybe dudes, I don't know, following us, following you specifically on Insta or no, not where we, I guess it's all over the place. We had a million plus on Facebook the other day. Lots of people downloading it. They're all hitting it depending on the day. But I feel like sometimes, for some reason, I just feel like TikTok is the one that's like the loudest I see. But <clears throat> you've got these ladies following you. You've got these women following you. You've got these, these queens, these, these princesses. Like they're younger, different age because, you know, you're a lot younger and, than me. Um, so the demographic's a little different over there. But, you know, you chose to live a, to want to live a traditional marriage. Yes, I did. And I absolutely love it. Why? So I have been in a modern relationship just so like you I have. I don't even know what a modern relationship is. So maybe I maybe I have. I don't I'm gonna know. I'm gonna venture to say th Like that's how much I just don't fucking pay attention I guess to I don't. other I, people I've never or what it is. I never even thought about calling anything. I'll look I'll look at But it, it makes sense that there might be different names for how people choose to do their relationship. Um I bet if you read it, it would probably be like, oh, you know, both husband and wife work. They contribute like the husband cooks, the wife cooks, the husband cleans. Like, it's just a very. I'm looking. Here, I don't, yeah, I guess maybe read it and see what it modern, says. What is a modern? If I could spell, it would be better. Okay, here we go. Legal commitment based on consent, monogamy, and fidelity, and most basically love. Modern marriage is a civil contract that brings both spouses economic income. That doesn't make sense to me. What is the difference between traditional and modern marriage? In traditional marriages, women are women were supposed to stay back at home and look after their family and were financially dependent on their husbands, whereas in modern marriages, women are more confident and working, hence they are financially independent and can make their family financially secure. Yeah, cool. So like I was going to say, husband works, wife works, you know, the husband might come home and he might cook dinner and clean the house and I just think it's like there is no real role, it's just a completely you take care of it, it means if it needs to be taken care of type of situation, um, which I know a lot of people do. And I think it works for a lot of people and that's cool if it does. However, we practice traditional marriage, um, which is you are the financial breadwinner of our family. I fully depend on you financially uh, for protection, for security, um, for sex, for all those. Well, I hope for sex. I hope we're not <laughs> yeah. depending on somebody else. <laughs> but um, I mean, I guess some women are probably depending on their fucking vibrators or something. Right. As yeah. Well, so but. that's what I maybe. <clears throat> and you fully rely on me to be. 
the caretaker for our children, the nurturer for our children. I take care of the home. I cook dinner. I keep your home spotless. I have never thrived so amazingly until I was able to live a traditional uh, marriage. So my, my take, I'm going to give it back to you because I want to yeah. just hear from you on this because my takes, like, I, I think the job that you do is harder than me. Sure. <laughs> like, honestly, like you fucking vacuum and clean the house and dust and have your music. And I know you, I know you enjoy it, right? There's gonna be some pussies out there that are like, oh yeah, she really enjoys cleaning. Well, I mean, I literally love it. I mean, you literally <laughs> I love it. You I don't do. like laundry. No, I like laundry. I don't like cooking. I cook, but I don't. Really? I, I didn't think you really liked the laundry because you got to fold it all the time. That doesn't away. bother me. The cooking really? is what's like, I, I enjoy cooking because I know. why is it all over the steps all the time? <laughs> what, the, oh, that's it for the kids to take upstairs. Yeah, I was, I was like, maybe she doesn't really like the laundry because the fucking steps are full of No, cooking I, I enjoy because I, I know what I'm feeding my family. I know I'm like truly nurturing, you know, giving my family nutrients. But man, it's such a chore for me. I do, I do not enjoy it. Like a lot of women, they're like, oh, I just enjoy cooking and... I don't enjoy that, yeah. but I still do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we eat Obviously. every night. <clears throat> well, I shouldn't say every day. We go out some nights, right? I was thinking maybe tonight. I would tonight, say probably twice a week. Maybe tonight we go out for fish fry or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. um, but always have meals at home, always. right? Always have meals at home, always have this stuff. But like, I, I fully believe that your job is harder though, because I'm down here like solely focused. I mean, we're inside the tent. We're inside the studio. I can't even, I don't even see the outside world. Right, like I sit down, I lock in. I've got a bunch of technology coming. I've got things I got to do, but like, it's honestly pretty easy. Which I think is just so insane because I could never do what you do. I mean, I was getting bombarded with emails and I was getting stressed out. I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, why are they emailing me?" And I, I kept sending it to you. I was like, "Please, just figure this out." <laughs> yeah, but like, I look at my job. I look at the home. I'm like, "Well, dude, you know." And it's not even physical activity because I, I've done construction, right? I, I did construction. I worked on dirt bikes. I've done trucking company. I've done, I've done all the man, like around the farm. I drive equipment. I can do whatever. I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And I just don't have to do it anymore. So like I don't do it. <laughs> but when I look at what you do on a daily basis at the house, I'm like, you know, it, it, that's a fucking hard job dealing these three squawking ass kids. I think I, what I'm really proud of for our house is I've truly made it a home, you know, um, it's cozy. It, it, our kids love being there. It's filled with love and everybody can just be free. And it's, it, it's just a place where we all come at the end of the day and you know, it's going to be like your peace and everybody's like, ah, yes, we're home. And I'm just really proud of doing that for our family. I don't necessarily, you're right. I agree. I'm not going to like downplay what you say. Your house is your house. Now you do everything you're doing there. But for me, I come home and I got like literally, I get one little spot on the couch that I sit. I get one little spot on my bed that I sit. I put my fucking clothes over in the corner where I keep them. You do. And like I do this because it's like some of the mannerisms from, or some of the habits from just not really having a home to live at, you know, living in my car or people sleeping on people's couches. Like not much has changed in me. If you're, you know, like the blankets I use, I'm literally like a fucking homeless person yet ultra successful. Like all my habits, like if you, if you came and witnessed how I live, you'd be like, what the you're fuck like, are dude, you doing? Just relax. <laughs> what are, like you're literally asking me if you could have a clean towel. Yeah. I hate it when you do that. I know, just so many things built inside of me. Like from, I remember being yelled at by my mom because I wanted a clean towel or, or just everything was a fucking yell. Anyways, you chose traditional. I didn't even know there was such thing as modern. I think of my aunt Shelly because she's came up now twice on these things. I would say she must be in a modern 
relationship, not because my uncle Mike, who's very talented carpenter and oh my gosh, so talented, know, did amazing things, but he got injured. Yep. So he can't work and, um, <clears throat> or maybe eventually he can work. I don't know, but I'm sure that's brings its own weight on it. But we had a conversation the other day talking about her, you know, her and her life. And sometimes she feels like, you know, I, I think she sometimes questions if she was good enough, but I'm like, yo, you like literally kept the house going. You've been, you moved, awesome, to, you moved to California yeah. as a kid. You've been successfully making over six figures a fucking year for years and years and years, probably multiple six figures. I don't know the exact amount, but like, you're like a, you're like a, a badass. She is. Right. And then she you really keep is. it home at, you keep it home at home. But so <clears throat> I don't know the difference. I didn't even ever think about it that way. When I was thinking like, what is difference tr- between a traditional one? It's just, I don't pay attention. I look at mine. My life wouldn't work. My life wouldn't work if you went to work every day. Nope, it wouldn't. And I would, somewhere inside, I would probably despise you or resent you is maybe a better word. I would resent you if, I would resent you if I never got the opportunity or the chance to be a full-time stay-at-home mom. I would always be like, God, like why? I don't know. I'd probably tell myself like, why can't he just make more money or why isn't he just working harder? Why why doesn't he see the value in in having a stay-at-home wife, you know? Do you think that's what a lot of, listeners deal with um i can only speak for myself so in a lot in in society let's just say there is a huge pressure on women to be like these boss babes like oh come on you just you could be an entrepreneur you could be a ceo just be a boss ass babe and you go and make your money and you be independent which if that rings true for you and that excites you and and you find purpose and fulfillment in being that awesome I can only speak for me that I always felt guilty because I never, ever in my life have have had that like boss babe, I want to make all this money mentality. I have always, as soon as I became a mom, it was like an immediate shift inside of me, uh, very motherly, intrinsic, where I was just like, my main focus needs to be just taking care of my children to the best that I can. And I can't, I can't do that if I have to go to work and I have to come home. And I, you know, um, and I felt so guilty when I had those feelings of like, dang, why don't I have like this deep desire or drive to work, 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 work. I was like, fuck, like I just, something is wrong with me. I don't have like this boss babe mentality. Go go deeper on that. Right. Like I think that's, it was a very real thing for me. I, had such guilt around it. I, I, and honestly, that's just the best way I can explain. It. I don't, I just, I don't necessarily know how to go deeper on that, except for it never felt right to me. And I always felt like a POS human when I, when I didn't like my sister for perfect example, she has like this amazing work ethic. Like she is just wants to work, work, work. She finds so much pride and joy in working and working super hard and super long hours. Um, and I always remember thinking like, dang, why am I not, why don't I have that like her? Cause I fucking hate working. Like you send me to a job that I have to work from, you know, nine to five is or whatever. Do you hate working or is it that you hated being trapped? Um, I did. I never, I don't, I never looked at it that way. Cause I had jobs that I genuinely enjoyed. So I never felt trapped because that's why I can't work for anybody. Sure. I know that for you. Yeah. Um, but for, for me, I just felt like, especially when I had kids, I was like, this is, I know I need money, so this is why I'm here, but this is the worst way for me to be spending my time right now. I would leave, I would, if there was a chance that I could leave work early, even though I was poor as fuck, 
I didn't care. I was like, I need to spend time well, with my kids. Especially when we first started dating. Yes. I need to, I, I need I to be with the kids. I need, this is where my sole focus and intention needs to be. I have two little girls. Work is the least thing on my mind right now. And I just remember feeling so guilty for that. Um, until I met you, right? And I was still working at the dental office for a little bit. And we were probably two and a half months into dating. And you looked at me and you said, yeah, I'm going to need you to quit working at the dental office. And I, I was so freaking happy that you said that. Um, I, I, I was literally the next day I went in and I put my two weeks in and the dental office was crushed because I was a phenomenal employee and I'm, I like talking with people, but I was like, oh my gosh, yes. I finally, I can be home with the kids. I can focus on what I know is intrinsic to me. And that was being a nurturing mother. And once I found myself really in that role, which I live right now, I've never been more confident, more comfortable, never been more myself in anything. And I think it's important for women to hear that because I know I'm not the only one that doesn't have that like, oh, go be a boss bitch. Go, go make your own money. Go be independent. That's great if you want to do that. But I did not have that. Okay. I wanted to be a stay at home mom. I wanted to, to have my little family. I wanted to live on a farm and I wanted, you know, that's how I wanted it. Sure. And that's how I, and so, that's how I get so to live got, my life. And you manifested it, created, built it, but it doesn't come without doing work though. I just, and, and that's what's so crazy. You said you come here and you build like this massive multi-million dollar business and you just focus and you drive and it doesn't feel like work to you. That's how it feels like to me at home when I'm taking care of the kids and I'm taking care of everything. Yeah, sure. I work probably 24 hours around the clock because kids and life and whatever, but I don't see it as work. I'm thriving. I love it. There's not, even, even when the kids are extremely annoying, there's, there's not a time where I, I don't think like, I'm so grateful for this. I freaking love it. And it never feels like work to me. Well, they're annoying to me. I'm like, I'm out of here. I gotta, oh, I gotta like, go, hey, uh, I gotta to go office. check something at the office. No, I, I never do that, but I do, <laughs> I do, do. harass them. Um, so, but in, in our relationship right now, the way that we chose this, so I'm going to give it from my point of view. Yeah. Right. So there's your point of view that never wanted to work, but you would have worked if you had to. Cause also to be clear, like you literally served in the army and like, you, it's not that you're afraid of work. You get no, up every day. Like, I had to work. I did work. And you still work. You get up every day and you, you clean the house, you do all the stuff at the house, you prepare all the stuff, you go to the gym, you, you do your, you take care of yourself. Taking care of yourself is fucking work. Sure. Like taking care of yourself is work. So for me though, I knew, I knew that <clears throat> I didn't ever want to be with somebody who just wanted to just work, 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 work. For me personally, if I couldn't provide that type of life, then what the fuck am I really doing? Now, if you were to come to me right now and be like, yo, I need to go get a job. Obviously, I, I bought the steaks and all I got to eat. If you're like, yo, I want to I want to start a clothing line or one, a little shop, boutique shop over here. Sure. I will support it because it's different because we're build, building your own thing. Mm-hmm. But if I, as a man, have to allow my wife to go work for somebody else, what am I fucking doing? Sure. So it was inside of me the whole time. My mom was a school lunch lady, mm-hmm. right? My dad, my dad worked. I don't know what he, I don't know what he did actually up and until they left, but like it was, it was, a, it was a fighting shitty household all the time. But I, I always thought it was weird that my mom had to be the lunch lady, Sure, you know? And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Are you, are you really going to let her go just be the lunch lady all day? Like, yeah. <laughs> and they're done wrong with being the lunch lady. Like no, you, I, know I, you I mean, don't mean though. it that way. Just for me, I'm like, you, you can't. You can't fucking get up. You don't have enough balls. You don't have enough desire. You don't have enough dreams. You don't have enough goals, enough desire inside of you to fucking keep 
to give her what she wants because obviously obviously she had big spending ideas she she liked money but you're not giving it to her sure. so for me like i knew um I'm like, dude, I don't ever want somebody that's going to be with me to have to work. I want to be taken care of. Yep. I want my kids to be taken care of. I want my clothes to be clean. I want my house to be clean. I want my dog to be clean, right? You mm-hmm. know, it's scummy. But, like, I, wa- I want things a certain way. And what's interesting, though, is because before you, I had that even before you. I just happened to pay for it. Yeah. Right? That was very funny when we first got together. I was like, wait. Why do you, you're like, oh, the cleaning lady's got to come. Oh, I got this meal prep package coming and I, all the these food, My food was delivered. Everything was yeah. like, I, I just don't want to do that stuff. Those, because yeah. to me, driving and creating a business and doing the stuff where my focus needs to be is not on those routine tasks. Yep. But those are basic survival necessities. Yep. Right. You need to eat. You probably need some clean clothes. I wear the same shit pretty much almost every day, mm-hmm. but I don't want to slow down and have to do that. So I was willing to outsource that and pay people to do it. Then you came in and some people on them like, Oh, you just out. You just brought in your wife. She's your slave. She's your maid. No, that's not the case because at the end of the day, it makes me happy to be able to have someone at home that I can provide, protect, nurture, love. And appreciate. I think that's a really sad point that you just made. We are having a conversation about how absolutely compatible and how much we respect each other's roles in our relationship and how willingly we are to take them on. And there's going to be, it's so foreign to people now because of the way society is and this really, this really like self, you know, victim kind of thing with a man like, oh, well, fuck that. The woman should also do her part. And it's like, you wouldn't be thinking that. One, if you made enough money and two, if you had a wife that truly took care of everything at home for you when all when you just focused on like working and, and it's like two completely compatible. 100 percent. And I would I just think that it would be so bizarre for people to well, try it, and pick that apart. It comes down to this, though, right? <clears throat> Whoever these people that pick it apart or even yeah. they don't know what they want. I mean, that's really what it is. Yeah, and they're too true. afraid to admit what they want. So they let these fucking ideas and these beliefs mm-hmm. or these frustrations of theirs, like they find something inside of me or inside of you or inside of us yep. that they want to pick apart because it makes them feel good because they hate their fucking lives. Yeah, that's true. Right? And yeah. most of these people are lonely. I, I read a comment the other day. It said something about, let's see if they're out of the honeymoon stage in fucking 20 years. First of all, go fuck yourself. Second of all, there's no such thing as a honeymoon stage. Right. There just isn't. Just like there's no such thing as an alcoholic or a fucking drug addict unless you choose to be it. Right. It's 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 people like I hate when people say, oh, the honeymoon phase, uh, it'll end, it'll end. It's no, you decided to give up putting effort into your relationship. And now that is the product that you are living with. Like, I continuously put in effort every day. <laughs> we both like, do. Like, every single day. Right. And it starts with we even leave little messages to each other on with erase dry erase markers on our mirror every day. Videos. You send me videos things. every day. It's it is a continuous intentional effort on and honestly, it's become a part of our everyday life that that's a standard for our life now. I mean, I'm I'm sure the kids probably even read it. Yeah. Or the kids they, probably even they read love it. it. You know? They love it. And and not to make this about other people, but that's really what is this this whole podcast is a, is about is to try to like build up and and get couples on the same page since we are opening up and here's the, I'm gonna go full circle on this thing right so she doesn't want to work yet I can literally quantify results all the way back to the financial growth I've had since 2018 when you came into my life by having you do what needs to be done at home to support me to thrive and strive to create this massive fucking movement to deal with pressure to deal with pain to deal with the 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 uh, failures and the struggles and the marketing and just all the shit that goes on mm-hmm. and I've literally been able to compound money over time over time over time over time that I couldn't have done if I not had you 
Right. And here we go into 2023. We're 31, 33, 34 days, whatever today. Yeah, 33. I could just say it's February 3rd. But uh, we're, we're a little over a month into this thing. And we're changing life and doing something differently. And we're going to put a whole new touch on the comeback. Yep. Which is the comeback couples coaching. Yes. Because it's, people are knocking on the door about it. They keep asking. Right? Yep. But it's not about the people. It's never going to be for therapy. That is a massive point you need to make. This is not for people who want like couples therapy. And that's what I wanted to talk about in the yes. traditional style relationship. I'm going to tie this all together. You weren't trying to save me. Yeah. No. I read this, I read this post the other day about, I mean, I'll probably butcher it, but the context of it was women try to, they, they, they want a good catch or they try to capture a good catch. They try to put him inside of a cage, but a bird won't fly into a cage unless he's broken and wants to be fixed. Sure. So a woman doesn't necessarily want to fucking, if you're going to a relationship to be fixed, you're going to fail. Absolutely. Right? You want a free man. You want a, you want a little bit of monster inside of your man. So a real catch, she wants a good catch. She wants somebody that she can count on, somebody she can lead. So why, why, I, why I talk about that is because I came with fucking damage. I came with baggage. I came with, I came with a 62 chapter book about all these, like, we like to talk about this. I came with fucking millions of dollars lost. I came with a C cap that said I owed everybody money. I came with fucking a, a kid, right? I came with all these fucking things. Any woman would have, there's all these women out there that were like, yeah, I want to fix him. I want to fix him. I want to fix him. I want to fucking fix him. I want to get him in because their insecurities, the things you came to my world and said, yo, why don't you, you be you and, and grow. Yeah. Right? You just, you just grow. You just go and grow and I'm going to love you. I'm going to help you. I'm going to guide you, uh, guide with you, walk alongside you. So as we go down this journey here in 2023, how you came, you started off. I didn't want you to work. Then we built this empire together right it's been going well now i'm looking at different verticals so i've got the, the business coaching and consulting and starting we've got the couples that's starting now i'm saying okay now it's time to work yep because the plan was never to have you just not work the plan right. was to see what we could actually build and to me this it is so it's purposeful i just i had to work on you yep for five years day in and day out to get you to be here yep. you you were scared shitless of the of the microphone Hated it. I remember the first time I put you on stage, right? I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. What are we going to talk about? I said, just follow my lead. Right? Remember down in uh, Florida? Yeah, I definitely remember. There's like 80 people and I was petrified. <laughs> and I just put it up on stage and we went for it. And just, I did. I just went up there and I don't even remember what I said. But I taught you how to write your goals. I taught you the 7F framework. I taught you how to become your most independent woman. Here's what happens literally to the point where here, if I die, there's certain things you have to do. I know I've already taken precautions and things to make sure that it, it, it helps you out. But like, I've made you... I helped create you into an independent woman when you were already independent by letting me be independently who I needed to be so that we could merge together to create greatness. Yep. And now that you've actually put the work in on yourself and our, our kids are getting a little bit older, right? They don't necessarily need us. Now it's time to come to work. Yep. And I think that's pretty cool because it was never about not working. It was about building a fucking life of substance, a life of happiness, a life of power. I hate the word power couple, but I don't really know what else to say other than the word power couple. Right. When I listed off our results over the past years, like not, if I would go deeper, look at my results and your results and what I've been able to accomplish. But if we look specifically at these three, four, well, four or five years of what we've been able to accomplish from where we came from, from even just from a financial standpoint to what we had, what we had then to what we have now, what we own, what we don't own, like all these different things, we are fucking a power couple through and through. 
It's funny that you just said, I was trying to think, you say it's me coming back to work. Like our kids are all in school during the day. And, and what's so amazing is consciously and very intentionally, you've guided me on this like path together where I've grown as an individual immensely. Like I am day and night difference in my mentality, spiritually, physically from five years ago until now with your guidance, of course, and you, you just like leading the trail, blazing the trail for me. Um, and yeah, now we're doing this couples coaching um, and we're truly showing people like, fuck yeah, like we're going to show you guys how to compliment each other. We're going to show you guys how absolutely awesome it works. I'm going to show you that you can be your most authentic self and your husband is going to fucking love you even more for that, you know? And I still don't view that as work. It's purpose to me. I'm, I'm just filled with so much purpose in living this lifestyle with you and having you next to me that again, it just doesn't feel like work. Yeah, no, I mean, for, it doesn't feel like work for me, but for me, I look at it as work because well, it's sure. what we do on a daily know, basis, yeah. but like, man, we're going to, we're going to be able to help some people. Yep. And like, it's so exciting. It's so, it's so cool. Like we did some couples coaching. We've helped them to some degree, but now like on the level that I am able to communicate coach with the tools, the team and everything we built. Even my communication plus, is, is well, right. I'm is, saying oh like God, what, what I've done, different. then now what you've been able to accomplish inside, it complements it even more. And just, it's like a, it's next level. I don't even, I hate the word. I mean, I hate all these things, right? I hate <laughs> all these things. What it is. But like, it's just, it's a new level. It's a next level. It's like a higher level. It's a greater level. And yeah. So not therapy, not therapy. Not. <clears throat> it's for couples who are doing well, but know they could be doing better. It's the same thing in the comeback. I was actually thinking about it. The, the, the clients, and Ryan, you could probably attest to this. The clients that get the most results are guys who are doing good, but not great. We can't necessarily save people. I don't. I can't save my shirt. Says nobody's coming to save you. Yep. I can't save. I can't save anybody in the comeback in the alcohol program. They have to want to. There's been select few people who are at the bottom and they grab the whole of life and they do something and they they use it and they do right. But typically, it's a businessman. Well, not typically. I'd say eighty percent of the time, it's a businessman who has things to lose, who has a, a children at home, his marriage is on the rocks. He's been making some poor choices, yep. yet he's still been able to hold the fort down. Maybe he's lying and feel like an imposter, but he wakes up every day and he keeps going. And that guy who's like, man, I'm justifying my problem. I'm missing a couple things here. That guy is the guy that's going to grab his wife and say, yo, we need to move closer to these people. Yep. And then what's going to happen, <clears throat> I know it is some of the people on the outside, like, oh, wait a minute, you guys are actually doing this here? We want that. Yep. We want that life. Um, I have <laughs> two friends. Well, I mean, maybe I don't have any friends, but I have two. <laughs> I have two friends I can think of that are in their sixties. One of them, massive net worth. I mean, one, both both successful. One of them like on the way to be a billionaire. The other one is a massive, you know, real estate developer. Both men in marriages. And all they want is what we have. Yep. Literally conversations are like, man, I just want what you and Ken, I want somebody to travel with. I want somebody that compliments to me. To laugh with. I want somebody that has fun. I want somebody that just like can just be. Yep. Just fucking be. I think one of the reasons that I'm, we, we converse here all the time, you know, even Ryan over there with his chest hair that he doesn't have trying to hang out. <laughs> we converse all the time <laughs> about like what makes this thing tick. Like why does it just this work? because we're fucking real it's the, us yeah. real true authentic raw vulnerable just us so 
whether you live a traditional, I, I just want to actually hear like three or four, five, whatever you got benefits of living a traditional marriage with me. First one, freedom. Hands down, I am living my best, most free life. That's truly how I feel. Yeah, you just bought roller skates. And I just brought roller skates. I'm going to learn. I don't, I can rollerblade like a mofo. Roller skates. Anyways, I'm excited. So freedom for sure. Uh, authenticity. I have never, this is who who I am and who people see it in the way I speak. And, and if you just meet me in real life, I am my most true, authentic self. And it has never felt so amazing. Uh, let's see what happiness or is that too that's too vague that's too vague that's weak okay let's see i, I mean it could, i have a blissful relationship and i truly mean the word blissful i am th we are thriving in our relationship because of the way we live a traditional marriage i can't believe that the word blissful and mark jennison actually go hand in hand because if you know if you know me at all like that guy's not full of bliss at all that guy's fucking look at ryan laughing over it's there, funny right? like but it's like in, a, in our relationship oh my gosh it is the best compliment that i've ever had in my entire life having you on my arm it is it's everything let's see number four i'm on right that's three. Now it is rewarding. So rewarding. The fact that I get to be home with my kids, I can go to school and have lunch with them. I can pick them up and, and take them wherever I want. Uh, I can, I just have complete, it is so rewarding to me being a stay at home caretaker, caretaker for the kids and for you, uh, anything you need. I'm like, I will cater to you. It makes me want to do everything for you because of how well you take care of me and I don't have to worry about anything on like the man side, I can, it makes me want to cater to anything you, you want me to, if right now, if you wanted me to rub your feet on camera, I swear to God, I would start rubbing your feet on camera. They're probably sweaty in these boots. In those boots, but anyways. Um, and number five, let's see, femininity. That's truly something I never thought that I would tap into i know we've had a we've done a few episodes on it before where i had talked about masculinity and femininity i i had lived my entire life in part or in whole in a masculine state and it fucking killed me it killed me now i am in my full femininity and i'm thriving those are five huge I could probably keep going if I thought about it, but yeah, no, I just put you on the spot. You there. did, yeah. My <clears throat> my things for the traditional marriage for this lifestyle that we live is what for uh, it's freedom too. Like that's the I don't even really want to say the first thing. I don't know the way I do stuff is one 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 one. I don't ever think one's more important than yeah. the other. But the biggest thing for me is especially so now Phoenix became your son or is your son, right? But like knowing that he's taken care of because with all the shit that I've had to bend through through him and what what goes on at his other house and just the way that it's been hands down. There's a piece inside of that that I've never been able to have. Like I know you're going to get him from school today. Like I, I just, I just barely let the reins up on that. Yes. Right. It's been four or five months that mm -hmm. I, since I've let you start picking, I know it sounds crazy, right? You are very, very uh, spaz when it comes to that stuff, which is rightfully so. I mean, that's your only son. I, I do get what it. I say I'm going to do. I've been there for him all the time. I nobody else can fucking do it. Yep. I can do all these things myself. And I finally let that up. But anyways, we're talking about, about why I like this. 
taking care of him brings me a peace. Two, freedom. I get to go out and I get to build whatever I want. Three, the pressure. Right, the pressure of knowing that it's up to me. You're the man. Like there, there is no, there is no plan B. Yep. As we're sitting here right now, looking at some closing, trying to close a deal on a house and doing some stuff, and I'm like, oh fuck, man, I gotta, I gotta move some numbers over here. I'm like, ah, I could use an extra two hundred grand right now. What can I do to make two hundred? Like those are what yeah. goes through my mind. I have it, but I don't want to take it from here. I don't want to do this. I've got it's a slow month, but the pressure makes me rise up. Um. Number four, it feels good to be wanted, mm-hmm. right? Like it feels good at the end of the day to be wanted and know that when I come home, the person that's looking that, I mean, you, you sit down, I eat cold dinner every night, right? Almost every night. Almost every night. Not because, because I work. You get home after dinner time. Yeah. Home after dinner time. I'm trying to build a fucking, <laughs> you know, a, a movement, multiple layers. I got people to touch, lives to touch, things to do. So you cold dinner, but you'll get up. I watched it last night. You don't have to do this, but I sit down at the table and you then come over and sit down and just sit with me and want to be like, you want to spend the time with me. Mm-hmm. When we're done, I get showered and do what I need to do. We go in the bed and you're not even talking to me because you're reading your book. You're really into your vampire fucking smut, smut sex <laughs> books that you like to read. But like, you just want me there. Mm-hmm. I can't even go sit outside on the couch, watch sports because you want me to be there. And I know what annoys you when I turn the TV on. So I just sit there. <laughs> um, but the fifth thing, <clears throat> I think the fifth thing really just boils down to being alive. Uh, there's a feeling of being alive, of knowing of accomplishment, right? Like I built that mm-hmm. because I struggle with so much self-worth, like lack of worth, lack of self-worth, like, sure. and, and knowing at home, like, I mean, that's why I'm always texting you, you know, we have X amount of years that I don't have to go to work financially and like, blah, blah, blah. Right. We could do this. And I need to do this. I need to do that. And I'm always including you in on that because the accomplishment that I get keeps me going, keeps me going. All those things tie in together for me. How does it make you feel to know? And I never asked you this question. How does it make you feel to know that at work you've created this massive empire of you know a massive empire and then how does it make you feel to know that at home you literally have created another massive purposeful empire where you can walk in the door every day and you can look at your kids you can look at your wife you can look at your house you can look at all the things in it for christ's sake you can look at everything and know that it was all because of you how does that make you feel so it wasn't until recently that I actually acknowledged that I've done all that mm-hmm. because I'm always, I didn't realize how successful I am because I'm in it all the time. Sure. Until I started having friends who seemingly live a much larger life than me, which they do, whether it's just, I stacked them out of this morning. If it's just for IG or not, they're living it. They're, yeah. they're living a better, they're living a more fruitful life than sure. me doing, doing things that I'm not able to do. So I, I never thought, I I never looked at it like I actually had accomplished much. Um, also I have massive expectations for myself. Yeah, I know. So when I sit back and look at it, how does it make me feel? I acknowledge it. I know that I've done it, but I also know that I'm nowhere near where I want to be. Sure. So even in my, but at the same time, it gets a little crazy here as I'm getting older because these kids in five years have went from being a baby to now eight years old, right? Going to be eight years old Mm -hmm. in two months 
Phoenix is going to be driving. I'm going to be teaching him how to drive. Geez, literally next year. He was just a, he was just a little baby, and I'm looking back, and I'm like, fuck. This is I never say this, but like, was this all worth it? Sure. Was it really all worth it? Because the amount of effort it took to take an idea and a belief and the amount of pain <laughs> makes you tear up a little bit. Like the amount, of, the amount of pain that I went through to build this thing, average people would have quit, right? Like they literally would have quit. I've came back from so many defeats, right? Seven major relapses, death, Millions of dollars of, of, of money lost. Fucking getting looked at for, you know, for murder. Um, losing my houses, losing my cars, losing Phoenix, my son, losing, just losing and losing and losing. And that, and that's like, I mean, you never asked me this. So like, and I don't talk about it. Like that was pretty hard, you know? Um, Putting the amount of alcohol at 50, 60 drinks, snorting cocaine was like, I mean, you, you see that, like, I'm, I got health issues, right? I eat an egg and a piece of toast. My stomach wants to fucking blow up. Mm -hmm. um, so when I look at what I've actually built, and then I realize how much I've endured to, to build this. It's not the things. It's, 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 you know, it's great. Like, I love all you guys. I love all the things, but... There's this feeling inside of me that I don't really know how to explain, but it's a, it's really just like this, this discontentment yet knowing I'm going to do something great that I'm almost there. From the time I was a little kid, I knew that I remember riding up the chairlift and thinking if I jump, I probably won't die because I have something great to do in my life. And it was pretty high, but that was my thought. I had these orange ski pants on. And I remember, I remember it. And I'm like, and, and what am I thinking about jumping and killing myself for at six, seven, eight? No, I was like young. Jeez. Yeah. And knowing at that time inherently, like in, in my mind, dude, you have some greatness to fucking do. And now sitting in what I've done. I mean, I shared those messages with you last night. Watching men change. Asking myself and watching my family thrive. I sometimes look at myself and just can't believe who I am. Because <laughs> like it's, it's, it's crazy because like I have no special gifts. You might say I do. I have no special. I I, 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 I don't. <clears throat> I, my special gift is that I am willing to endure a lot of pain. And what I find is at every single level, this is where it gets tricky at every level that I climb, I'm not seeking the success. I'm seeking the pain. Sure. Because I associate the pain with progress. Yeah, I was going to say pain, you know that, okay, if this fucking hurts, then I know if I could just push a little bit past this, I'm going to be super successful. Our relationship, when I had to learn to not be a cheater, when I had to learn to not be a liar, I had to learn how to accept how, love. Uh, accept, uh, I had to learn how to hug you. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God. I had to learn how to hug. I had to learn how to kiss. I had to learn how to, I had to learn how to do it sober. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like I had to, I had to learn how to, I had to, I had to completely learn everything about a relationship. And it really wasn't even until this year, I would say that you finally truly believe that you are worthy and acceptable of love. Yeah. It wasn't until after my journey, but, mm-hmm. um, it was painful. So painful. So, and if I look at my life, cause since we're asking how I feel like every single massive win that I have comes on pain, comes on the other side of pain. So where that gets tricky is you get addicted to the pain or I get addicted to the pain, mm-hmm. not the darkness, the pain, which has actually caused oh, quite a bit of chaos inside of your business. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm seeking and seeking and seeking and seeking yeah. what's next. But I, I kind of went off on a tangent there. I that mean, was it was so good though. I mean, the truth is this, I don't really feel like I've accomplished shit yet because my name's not on the board with the greats. Sure. Not because I want my name on the up on the lights with the greats because I want my ego driven, but because I want to stand for something. I want to be remembered. I want to be remembered in history that I did something fucking massive. And because history matters to me. It does, I know. It, it matters. Legacy, history. Legacy, those words history. Really those those, those mean a lot to me. So as I'm building this thing and building it up, I'm very, this very service level, you guys get a fucking hell of a ride. We do. I'm guys, so grateful for you it. You guys get a hell of a ride. Me, I don't know if the pain's ever going to stop. That's just the truth. Until I get to that burrito shop. But even then, even then, I've thought about this. The burrito shop on the ocean with the coffee, there's no fucking way I can let that be an average fucking burrito shop. No way. I will have to be the best. <laughs> You will call. You will find some sort of way to make I'll it be a little upset. painful. I was literally. You don't. You don't know what I was doing the other day. I was learning how to. You probably don't even know this. Roll a burrito. How to roll a burrito. I already know how to do that. I'm. I'm years away from doing that, but there's a perfect way to do it. I already know how to do it. So. <laughs> He's if, like, sure you do. If you're asking, if you ask those questions about what does it feels like, it feels pretty fucked up to be me. But it's, <laughs> but it's uh, so. Uh, so anyways, we, that's so enormous. it's not for the week. It's not. Um, anyways, that, that's what I got today. I think uh, I think I want to leave it there. I love well, it. We'll do a call to action. Yeah, I was just gonna say. So what do we? We are going to be taking applications. Yep. For comeback couples coaching, and for the first time. Um, you don't have to be a comeback, right? You can be a man or a woman. We're going to target you both, but there will be an application process and you have to come through and it'll be a phone call probably with me, maybe both of us, but most likely me because I'm the one with the experience on the phone and the sales and the conversation. There'll be a money exchange and it will not be free, but it's not for people that want to be, that believe that they're like fucked, right? They're at the bottom. They're trying to throw a Hail Mary. They make counselors for that. And the truth is you should probably get divorced. Like or separated if you're in a relationship because if someone's not going to change the people that I want to help the people that you want to help it's the man and the woman that want to stand in unified power together yep. right the man that wants to lead and the woman that wants to lead in her own way because you lead in your own way right where we complement each other and we build each other up to become this powerful fucking union of blissful fucking matrimony and like I'm gonna teach the women how to be their absolute most confident powerful self and you're gonna be doing the exact same thing to the man and then together yeah because we have a lot of tools to do have, it together yep, but. and then they're going to come together and they're going to have this massive compliment in their relationship and they're going to feel unstoppable just like we do the tool and the tools the tools we're going to teach you to combine the lifestyle together that's pretty cool pretty easy got some great stuff for that but the reality is right 
it, it boils down to the same thing as I teach in the comeback. Faith finances, family, fitness, future, freedom, foundation. I'm going to show you to have faith in yourself to believe that you can actually be this most powerful version of yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? You're going to go to fucking work. Some men are going to, they're going to work on their business. They're going to make more money. They're going to, they're going to build that up. They're going to learn how to love their wife, learn how to love their kids, put their marriage on fire, stop taking that motherfucker for granted. Right? They're going to get in shape. They're going to get strong. They're going to get ripped. They're going to get lean. They're going to get build this future that they can see, they can touch, taste, feel, smell whenever they think about doing something stupid and then have all the freedom they want to be comfortable in their own skin. I bet you by the end of the, by the, t- by the time we get through this in the next three, four years, well, I don't know if that'll be the end, right? I always have an end goal of mine, but let's just say three, four years we're sitting here. I bet you that the comeback couples becomes larger than the comeback council alcohol program. Mark my words, because that's the next evolution of me. And that's what I know now. That's what you know now. That's what we're doing together. Oh, I was just going to say, well, all I know is for a fact that I'm going to be right here with you and we're going to be doing it together. So if you want to be awesome, <laughs> if you want to be awesome, if you are interested in applying for the comeback couples coaching, I'll have Ryan drop a link up above whatever platform you're watching on this. If you're listening to on Spotify, I'm sure you can go to a website. We'll have it, but uh, that's the first call to action we're going to do. So you heard it first here. We're going to be launching this thing. If you're interested, let me know. That's it for today. Be real. Be real. Stay cool. Stay cool. Stay loved.